Hello and welcome to the Pig Edge, Chagas Pig Podcast with me, Kieran Carroll, with all the latest news and insights on pig production. On this month's episode, you're going to hear an interview that Catherine Egan from the Beef Edge did recently with Jared McCutcheon and Mark Plunkett on how using pig slurry can save farmers money. Jared and Mark have some really interesting points to make about the value and use of pig slurry, as well as some of the more efficient spreading methods. These are very relevant to pig producers, as well as grass and tillage farmers, and are well worth a listen. And Catherine first asked Jared, how much pig slurry is available and how much is it worth? In Ireland, let's say if we take the, the number of sows that are in the country on a national basis, there are about 148,000 sows. And, and, and if we assume that each sow plus her progeny is producing about three to three and a half thousand gallons or about 15 to 16 cubic meters per sow per year, um, that works out at about 2.2 million cubic meters or Near, near very close to 500 million gallons of pig slurry uh, produced on uh, the larger Irish pig farms in, in Ireland. And what I, what I mean by the larger Irish pig farms um, is that I'm not factoring in the small holdings with uh, one or two sows um, uh, that may have a pig identification number, but they wouldn't be deemed or seen as, as commercially uh, uh, sort of large pig farms as such. So uh, about 500 million gallons of pig slurry is available throughout the country. And the value, the current value on uh, each thousand gallons of pig slurry is 48 euros for the the nutrient value uh, that's uh, in a thousand gallons of uh, pig slurry. So um, that's, uh, let's say, a lot of slurry with a potential value of uh, over 20 million uh, euros worth of fertilizer, if you were to put it another way. There really is considerable value in spreading pig slurry this year, Dinjard. How many pig farmers are there in the country? Well, when we talk about the larger uh, operations, we're talking about farms with more than 20 sows and more than 100 finishing pigs. And there are about 280 to 300 uh, such farms scattered throughout the country. We all know that, um, you know, the, the concentration would be uh, largely around Cavan and in, um, in Cork, but um, there's good scattering of pig farms throughout the country. And you may be lucky enough to have uh, one beside you uh, that could be a, a cheap source of a fertilizer, let's say, uh, in, this, in this current year. George, you've mentioned that a thousand gallons of pig slurry is worth 48 euro. What is the chemical fertilizer equivalent? When, when we look at the nutrient value of it, um, it's probably the equivalent of a, of a 50 kilo bag of 19,720. Uh, and really, let's say, in normal times, we would value that at about 24 to 25 uh, euros per thousand gallons. But we all know fertilizer prices have gone uh, sky, sky high. And at, at this stage, that value, uh, that bag of 19,720 is worth 48 euros per, uh, per bag or per thousand gallons of pig slurry. And do you think, Ger, that there is scope for beef farmers in Ireland to use pig manure or other organic fertilizers to save money? Yes, I, I do believe, Catherine, that there is great scope for, for uh, beef farmers to use it. Um, use, use pig slurry or, as you say, other organic fertilizers that may be available. Perhaps uh, a dairy, dairy farmer may uh, be in a derogation and they may, may take uh, cattle slurry from him or there may be poultry manure uh, available. And 
really you're looking at the nutrient value um, that these products can bring to your farm. And um, so if you are using them, you need to concentrate and say, okay, what can I do to uh, reduce the amount of chemical fertilizer uh, that I'm going to use? Because if you don't do that, you're not going to save yourself money. Uh, so it is a question of looking at the value of what, of what you're bringing in, whether it's pig manure or other uh, organic fertilizer, and uh, reducing the amount of chemical fertilizer that, that you uh, may use um, uh, accordingly. And, and really, you know, one of, the, one of the big costs on beef farms is fertilizer costs, and it is worth looking at uh, in, the, in this current year. Most definitely. And for beef farmers listening in, how do they go about beginning the process of using slurry from pig farms to reduce the fertilizer costs? Really, I suppose they, they need to see is there um, an organic source, an organic fertilizer source available to them in the locality? If there is, then they need to um, sit down and see, well, you know, is it possible to actually get uh, access to that, um, that source of, of uh, slurry or organic fertilizer? And Really, the one point I'd make, and it's very important, we're, we're having, you're having producing this podcast early in the year, but it's important for farmers to actually plan ahead and look at what level of fertilizer they are going to use this year and can they replace some of that with uh, some organic fertilizer that, that will be a lot cheaper than uh, the current uh, fertilizer prices that are going at the moment. Um, the reason I say that they need to do that is because you need to look at the, the calculation to comply with the nitrates regulations. And uh, the system of, of calculation was changed back in 2017, whereby you would look at your organic stocking rate from last year. Um, and you would also look at the usage of concentrate feed that you used last year. So you're not, you're not trying to do a calculation with a moving goalpost now. Um, you're looking at what you did last year and you're basing your fertilizer plan for this year on, on those figures. So you can calculate what level of organic nitrogen stocking rate you have on your farm. That will determine uh, how much pig slurry or other organic fertilizer you can import um, to ensure that you don't exceed the 170 kilos organic nitrogen threshold. And then you need to do the second part of the calculation, which is looking at the phosphorus um, side of things. And Without overcomplicating it, I think it is very important that each farmer would, would sit down with their advisor or agri-consultant and get them to do the calculation so that they know if they go to a pig farmer or anybody else in the locality looking for fertilizer, that they can actually factor that into their um, calculations uh, for, the, for the forthcoming year. And it's really important, George, to do this calculation early on in the year. It is, and, and I would say, you know, I, I, I was uh, working for um, a pig farmer last, last year and we just did a calculation for one person who was looking at what could he import this year. But when we looked at, he, he had, let's say, 100 acres or 40 hectares of grassland and um, his organic nitrogen stocking rate was 105 kilos organic nitrogen per hectare. When we looked at the amount of um, pig slurry he could take in, he could take in uh, 500 cubic meters of pig slurry or, 100, or over 100,000 gallons of pig slurry. But then when we put in the amount of, he used um, eight tons of uh, 18612 uh, fertilizer. When we factored that in, we, we saw that he couldn't actually use any pig slurry. So that, that's the point really, Catherine. It's important that you do the calculation. Now he, we were doing that calculation last year at the end of the year. He knows this year, 
uh, let's say, if he wants to import pig manure, then he can, let's say, ensure that he, he doesn't use any 18612. He can get uh, the, the equivalent of, the, of that from the pig slurry at much cheaper cost, obviously, because, let's say, um, you know, the fertilizer is, is, is so costly at the moment. And um, let's say, you know, he can, he can do that, comply with the nitrates regulations and save himself money. Most definitely, Jordan. You touched there on the value of the slurry being worth 23 million in the country, but is there a cost for farmers in using pig slurry? Yes, um, I suppose a lot of farmers would find it's much easier to go down to the local co-op, buy your um, chemical fertilizer, uh, spread it, and um, let's say that's the job done. With pig slurry, you have a time com component and you have a transport and spreading component. Um, so there is a cost associated with that. And, you know, we'd be, it'd be wrong for us to discount that. Um, if, you, if, the if the pig farm is close by, that cost obviously is going to be a lot uh, lower than if the pig farm is, is a good distance away. So you have to factor that into your calculation. But given fertilizer prices are so high at the moment, it is a good time to actually sit down and see could it could you gain uh, gain value from using um, locally produced um, organic fertilizers? That's great, thanks, George. I suppose moving to the application of the pig slurry that you've touched on, Mark, maybe you could outline what are the benefits of using the low emission slurry spreading equipment or less equipment, or what's the benefit of using this above spreading organic fertilizers such as pig slurry. Yes, Catherine, uh, the, the low emission slurry uh, spreading technology, uh, I suppose, firstly, it delivers the slurry in a narrow, narrow bands, which reduces its surface area. And this reduces the ammonia or the nitrogen loss during and after application and improves the recovery of nitrogen from the slurry, thus reducing our requirement for chemical or bag fertilizer. It also allows a very even distribution of the nutrients across the spread width, which ensures the more targeted delivery of the nutrients to where they'll be maximized, especially the nitrogen part of the slurry catron. It also reduces the odors and the smells at time of application. So it's a very, you know, environmentally friendly, user-friendly technology in terms of the environment. It also allows the application into higher grass covers and the faster return of grazing animals to the grazing fields. And I suppose a big benefit is there that it allows the application of slurry at times when soil conditions are better and reduces the risk of soil compaction. A lot of benefits there, Mark, and really looking at how much extra fertilizer value with a band spreader would give you above maybe a conventional special. Well, if we take the, the, the low emission slurry spreading technology, either the trailing shoe or the band spreader, Catherine, we're looking at a 35% improvement in nitrogen recovery in the springtime and a 65% improvement in nitrogen recovery in the summertime. So really changing the, the, the method and the timing of slurry application you know, from splash plate to, to, to trailing shoe and from summer to spring, we can recover a lot more of that nitrogen that's in the slurry and grow more grass or more crops with that nitrogen at, at lower cost. That's great, Mark. And I suppose Jared has highlighted there the importance of pig slurry and which fields on the farm will benefit most from an application of pig slurry? Well, again, it's very much down to the, to the nutrient profile of the pig slurry. It has an excellent nutrient profi profile. It's a very good balance of NPK. As Ger has told us there, it contains 19 units of nitrogen, 7 units of phosphorus, and 20 units of potassium. So it's, it's, I suppose it's a multifunctional 
um, organic fertilizer source. And what I mean by that is that you can put it on your grazing ground as it's a very well balanced fertilizer, say at somewhere in the region, maybe 1500 gallons per acre or on the silage ground at 3000 gallons per acre. And it will supply 70% of the nitrogen requirement, all of the P requirements and 80% of the K requirements for that silage crop. So it's a, you know, it's a very valuable source of NP and K and as I say, can be used on both grazing areas and silage areas on the farm, Catherine. Most definitely, Mark. And I suppose when you look at when farmers that are spreading slurry, many of them talk about soils requiring lime where a lot of slurry has been spread. Can you explain why this would be the case? Well, it's very much to do with the form of nitrogen in, in, in slurries, whether it's pig slurry or cattle slurry. It's an ammonium form of nitrogen. And when it converts to ammonium, um, in that conversion or that hydrolysis, it releases hydrogen and it can increase in, in soil acidity. But recent research uh, from Johnstown Castle on urea fertilizers, which is the same form of nitrogen, indicate that the lowering of the pH is not as large as expected. And I would suggest uh, the same can be, you know, can be applied for our stories. So what I would say, Catherine, you know, we test our soils every four or five years and, you know, we apply lime based on the soil test. Mark, a lot of farmers spread lime last autumn and are starting to spread lime this spring. How soon after spreading lime should a farmer spread slurry on grass? Well, ideally we say three months, but, you know, if, if we, you know, say spread slurry, say last October, November, again, you know, it'd be well washed in over the winter period. So, you know, you'd have no problem coming back in with cattle slurry, you know, over the, the coming weeks and months on those fields. Like I suppose, you know, where, where, where lime is planned, uh, the alternative is that you spread the pig slurry first and then you spread your lime 10 days later. That's great, Mark. It's definitely something to consider for farmers, particularly this year. I, I, I think so, Catherine. I, I think with the, with the price of fertilizer, um, especially nitrogen uh, has tripled in price. Peas and K's have doubled. Um, you know, if you can source, you know, pig slurry, it will definitely help cushion the, the impact of high fertilizer prices um, in the current year. Thanks very much, Mark and George, for joining me on the show. Thank thanks, you, Catherine, for having us. That's all for this episode of The Pig Edge. And my thanks to Catherine Egan from The Beef Edge for allowing us to feature her recent interview with George McCutcheon and Mark Plunkett. Don't forget to tune in to The Pig Edge for all your pig production news. And rate, review and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss a show. And for more information, go to chagas.ie. I'm Kieran Carl and thanks for listening.